Welcome to the Trilingual Podcaster, a show where our guests share their public speaking stories to help us all improve as speakers. We will also discuss presentation tools, technologies, and best practices with the best experts in the industry. My name is Chantal Bosset from Shabbos, leaders for your presentations, public speaking, and AV needs. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Today, I have the pleasure of having Charmaine Hammond as my guest, and she's from Victoria, BC. Welcome, Charmaine. Thank you so much. I'm really, really excited about today's conversation. Well, me too, because I've been reading a little bit, and you've done tons of things. So if you would just let, introduce yourself, what do you do? What's your business? So sure. listeners get the chance to have a take of, on everything you've been doing. All right. Well, like many listeners, I've had several career paths in my journey. And right now, <laughs> right now, I have two businesses, one where I speak and train corporately on the topics of collaboration, uh, communication and conflict resolution. That's what my background is in. I used to be a jail guard, believe it or not. That's interesting. <laughs> and four eleven and three quarters. So I'm not a tall, burly person. But uh, you know, it was the working in corrections that got me really excited about learning more about dispute resolution and conflict resolution. And I went back to school, got a master's, uh, specialized in this area. And that's what actually prompted me to open up my business. And like many people listening, when you're an expert in something often you get asked to train other people in your expertise so that's how the speaking business started and my second business is called raise a dream and at raise a dream my business partner Rebecca and I work with speakers authors entrepreneurs to help them um, build their business and their their impact through collaboration partnering with other people or businesses and through corporate sponsorship dollars which oh, is a really cool angle for speakers. Yes. Totally new angle for many people, I guess. Yes, it is. And you know, when, when you have companies, whether they're local businesses or big brands behind your message as a speaker, and for those of those listeners who are also authors, when you have businesses behind your mission and your message, it allows you to make such a big impact around the world because these collaboration partners and sponsors are now helping you promote your events, True. your speaking, your message. And uh, I just believe that when we work in partnership, we all together make the world a better place and make a bigger impact together. Oh, that's interesting. I totally agree with that. And really cool angle that you have because you've done so many things. <laughs> and tell me, you've been speaking for quite a long time. Yeah. And I'm quite sure you that your first speaking experience, you must still remember it. How was it? How was that experience? <laughs> I try not to remember it. No, <laughs> no you know, I re I've learned so much, just like everyone listening. Boy, oh boy, when you look at where you were and who you've become and how you show up in the world, there, you know, it's not a straightforward route. It's all over the place. But um, I've been speaking professionally for about 21 years, and I remember the very first, it was a training program that I was asked to deliver for a very, very big company. And this was a really important contract for me. And in the days of PowerPoint projectors that were huge, they just, I mean, they took up half the table and I show up, 
<laughs> show up at the venue. Um, and, you know, people are starting to come in. I'm greeting them. And then I have, and I turn on this massive PowerPoint projector that's bigger than anyone that I've ever seen. And of course, that was my first experience with technology doesn't always cooperate. So I learned in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> how to work through that stress and discomfort when all eyes are on you. And I, I remember thinking in the moment, what you do in these moments actually teaches people a lot about you. So perhaps we can use this as a relatable challenge that people use and have in the workplace. And so I found myself when things would pop up, like tech challenges would happen all the time. I started to look at, well, could we use this as a learning, instead of talking about the technology and things not working, because someone's gonna feel blamed and that doesn't help the audience. I wonder if instead we could just translate that mishap into doesn't life go sideways at work? What are some of the things that go sideways in your world? And so the PowerPoint projector probably facilitated one of the most meaningful conversations I've ever had with an audience. And from that day forward, I thought anytime there's blips, like technology challenges, oh, yeah. or the room is too hot, the room is too cold, somebody didn't introduce you very well, whatever that those things that happen to speakers when they're going on the stage or they're on the stage, those can be really powerful moments for the audience to grow and to learn something very, very meaningful from you. And that's a great learning tip from all that experience. I agree with you because if anything can go wrong, it's with technology. If people <laughs> think they have it mastered, they'll never have any problems. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Murphy will kick in when the, <laughs> one way or the other at one point. That's so, so true. <laughs> <laughs> but really interesting. So I guess people should really remember that, that whatever happens, whatever is your first experience just learn from it and yeah. that's a really powerful way to just step up and then move forward for the next experiences the next speaking gigs that you'll have yes you know when when you're speaking on a stage that has other speakers following you so in that circumstance it was my own event but i've been to so many events as a speaker over the years and i've seen how people handle challenges and I always think it's important for us to remember as speakers that we set the tone for everything that comes after us, including our oh, fellow yeah. speakers and, and the experience that audience takes away. So how you handle those mishaps actually either sets the next speaker up for success or actually for failure. And so it's really critical to remember it, this isn't just about me on the stage in that moment. This is about a whole experience for everyone, including the speakers and the organizers, not just the audience. I like that point that you just made because it's important, especially when it's a big event. If yep. it's on, it's not only for us, but anyone else taking the stage. So a really thoughtful way to just roll with the flow, go with the yeah. flow and roll with it. If you have any challenges, you bet. And uh, tell me what about, uh, greatest moment that you had on stage what was it and why do you think it was such a great moment for you mm, greatest moment oh my goodness 
There has been, there's been so many. I think one of my greatest moments was actually not speaking to my corporate, it was not my corporate audience, not my typical audience. It was speaking to a, a room of elementary school students. It was when my first children's book had just come out. And believe you me, elementary students are way more difficult audience than they are. <laughs> And corporate, the <laughs> challenge for me to stay connected and, and relevant to these young people. But I remember looking out into the audience and there was this little boy who was probably in grade three and he had a little piece of paper that he had drawn something on. And every time I would walk towards where he was sitting in the gymnasium, he would slide this piece of paper out towards me on the floor. And then as I got closer, he'd pull it back really quickly. And of course, <laughs> I'm so curious about what this is. And I, at the end, I, I called him up and I said, I'm really curious to see what that piece of paper was that I think you might have been trying to show me. And he, he was all proud and he, and he told me his name and he came up and he said, I wrote a book and I wanted to share it with you because you're a real live author. And so, wow. and I just thought, wow, you know, never in that moment had I thought about the impact that we have on people. And he read me this beautiful little book that he had written about his family who in the in the book was an alien family and all the journeys that they took together and nice. I actually it, and you know it, it it got me connected with the school to talk about how we could support this little guy in getting his book published and and I I think for me the reason that was such a profound moment was it it highlighted that we have so much ability to impact people but at the same time, we have so much opportunity to grow from the people in our audience. That little boy gave me one of the biggest gifts that day that he probably will never know, but it I guess so of presence. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really important because we have to realize, and sometimes I, that's what I tell people that they say, oh, I'm so scared and I'm going to miss mm. up. If we start to focus on what the audience can share with us and the value we're bringing them, that's when we'll be less scared about it. And with that little story, it's, it, it's proof. If you're open enough to what's going on in the room you saw that little boy trying to stick out something every time you were close to him and look at that magical moment that it created at the end so good yeah. for you that's really an interesting story well, and you know, the story is now, I think, about six years old, and I still talk about it because it was that, you know, that meaningful. Yes. And, and I'm sure everyone listening has those moments as well that you, you sort of pack into your backpack and carry with you because they're affirming and empowering and, and help you stay grounded in those moments that you might be nervous. Oh, absolutely. And tell me, even though you've had so many experiences, you probably still, still have a way to prep your speeches, your mm -hmm. presentations. How, you do, how do you manage that now? Well, certainly the, the obvious, like reviewing my notes, reviewing my PowerPoint slides really carefully, making sure that if I've used a slide from another presentation, that it fits with the audience I'm in front oh, yeah. of, or doesn't have someone else, some other event's name on it. You know, little things like that. that oh, you, yeah. <laughs> I've seen lots of people, you know, have those challenges. Uh, making sure I get a good night's sleep before the presentation, taking care of myself physically, learning lots about the audience. So I really want to have that presentation 
feel customized and be customized for that specific group of attendees. So doing all that kind of prep work is really important to me. Thinking about the stories and examples that I will share and practicing those so that they're fluid and comfortable and natural. And then the other pieces that I do around preparation are also about uh, sort of thinking about bookending my presentation. Patricia Fripp, who is a speaker that I I love her work and have learned so much from her. And I remember a webinar she did about talking about your first 90 seconds and your last 90 yes. seconds being so important. And I have really tried to focus on that um, as a speaker, looking at the first 90, the last 90, and um, being able to leave the audience um, moved in some way, whether that's to action or to transformation, but where something happens. And you're right. Those first 90, last 90 seconds, really, really important. And just the fact that you prepare according to that, and I think the listeners should keep that in mind, if you know how you're going to start in an impactful way and then end in a way that they will remember it, that's also a big chunk of your presentation, whatever you have in between. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, so important. And and I think it leaves the audience um, feeling complete. I mean, my experience has been 99% of the people in any audience want that speaker to succeed. I mean, they're, they're cheering you on, whether you know that or not, they're with you. And um, so when we can give them those pivotal moments, you know, a really powerful opening, a really powerful closing, and of course, really powerful in between, but um, we want to start off with impact and end with some kind of impact. Oh, absolutely. And Charmaine, we're already almost at the wrapping up point. And I would like you to give us, what would be your one tip that would be helpful to others that would like to embrace the public speaking world? Mm. I think the one tip would be to believe in your message and to look at how your message and the way you deliver it, the stories that you share in your message, how is it different from the many other people that might speak about something the same or similar to you? So what makes you uniquely you? And that's so important for us to embrace and to also look at the power of your message that I think really honestly, truly, the world becomes a better place when people share their message messages and those stories get repeated over and over again. So the more powerful your stories and examples, the more other people leave an event talking about the wisdom that you shared so that it can oh, help absolutely. People. That's a great, great tip. Charmaine, it really was a pleasure to have you. Uh, and I, what I always do, I'll share two links so people can connect with you, keep following you, see what you do. And please do, listeners, connect with her and get to know what she's doing. She's done a wealth of things. So again, I thank you so much for being here today. You shared a lot of valuable information. Oh, thank you. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please tell us what you think by commenting and share the show with your own networks to spread the stories and knowledge. If you have ideas or topics you would like to hear about on the show, let us know. You can drop us a line at podcast at shabos, C-H-A-B-O-S dot C-H.